What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 31 of Buckets of Duckets. I am your host in Seattle, Chase Myers, down there in Louisiana, is my co-host, the one, Joshua Watts. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 31 of Buckets and Duckets. Uh, 31 is the episode number that we are on, which means 30 previous golden episodes have been released on this uh, wherever you're listening to this Upper Echelon podcast or BucketsOfDuckets.com. Or you could think of 31 as being 31 million votes that were just dumped out there out of nowhere for goddamn Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Swamp, you're about to get swept. Keep sending us money and we're going to get to the bottom of whatever the fuck is going on out there. You you better watch your ass, DC. We're coming for you, buddy. We are coming for you. This is my country, and we're going to take it back. Episode 31, <laughs> like and subscribe. Dude, you remember that politician that, like, uh, ruined his career by being like, yeah, or Woo! whatever. <laughs> same energy. You just gave the same energy. <laughs> Bro, I always think, I'm like, man, we, we over it. They ain't know what. Me and Josh talk during the week. We never talk crazy conspiracies or politics or any of that. We talk regular shit, and the second the mic goes on, hey, 31 episodes. 31 <laughs> is what's fucking this country! <laughs> Bro, which I don't ever tell you is every week before, right before I plug in this microphone, I, I smoke a whole bunch of bad salts. <laughs> yeah, look, here's the thing, though. Y'all gotta tell me. Y'all gotta tell me. I'm on the other side. I know you think... I'm a- I know I'm you think you hide dude. bath salts, but man, nobody, you can't hide bath salts, bro. It comes across. Look, I'm a normal dude. I would just be talking normal, and then I just. 34 million votes, America! <laughs> yeah, are you a key witness for Giuliani right now? Is that what happened? Bruh, did you see that? <laughs> of course I saw it, dude. I, how else was that going to go? How, like. Did, who, I don't know who you? I. <laughs> Like that's exactly who I thought would be saying they saw voter fraud. Like the second she started talking, uh just like you said, the second she started talking, I went, Hey, yeah, that's yeah, that's about right. It's <laughs> about right. And then in the middle of that, Rudy uh Giuliani shits his pants. Did you hear that? He just takes a big yeah. old hot steamer in the middle of a fucking That's how mad he was because of how this country's getting fucked. That's, he- Giuliani's such a patriot at heart. That he knows his country's getting butt fucked, and his own sphincter reactively loosens because it's so intrinsically tied with the heart of America that when America's getting butt fucked, the mayor of America's butthole just opens right up, and he shits right there in the middle of a press conference. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's gonna edit every bit of this out. We're gonna, you're gonna I, have hear we started? episode thirty one. <laughs> yeah, is is this a podcast? I don't. What is what is this? What are we what are we doing here? <laughs> all right, full full. All right, yeah. <laughs> full reveal here. Uh, I smoked a lot before this started, and then I was like, "Oh shit, I'm too high." So then I drank two and a half Bang Energy drinks real fast. And now I'm in some kind of crazy in-between world where I'm high, but I'm real energetic about it. And it's not good. It's not good, I, dude. There's a it, reason that whenever you're real high, your body shuts down because it's like, hey, you got to calm. You're being real weird, dude. Don't get off your couch. Just be weird right here. Don't go do a podcast. 
Just fucking sit right here. Podcasts cool. are forever. Don't go put <laughs> your thoughts right now forever out for the world and the internet. Don't. <laughs> do that i like you always think bang will solve all your problems i don't know what like what it is and you i'll be honest like, yeah i'll be honest with you so far in the years i've drank bang energy drinks it has solved exactly zero of my problems <laughs> it has only made every problem i've had worse every one of them like oh man i'm too tired to work out but i really need to work out so i'll drink this bang now i have the energy to work out but i can't stop shitting so Thanks, Either have the energy to work out and <laughs> shit blood or be tired and not work out. What are you going to do? Yeah, you should start just being tired and not working out, man. Just give it a shot. Just, you know. Nah, dude. If I don't get my pump on, my heart stops. I saw you I saw you posting your, your uh, fucking 70-pound <clears throat> kettlebell uh, workouts. I see you out there influencing, just trying to get in the fitness community. Bruh, I, uh, I got... <laughs> I got that kettlebell up. I've been so proud because uh, every day it's feeling a little bit lighter and a little bit more. Uh, I don't shit myself anymore when I try to do a squat with it. <laughs> a lot of shit early in this podcast. A lot of Giuliani shit. You shit. Shit, shit. <laughs> True patriots. <laughs> <I'm> not- <laughs> Whatever it was, I was ready to agree. <laughs> so I was going to go, yep. <laughs> Oh <laughs> shit! It's been a fucking crazy week. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, man. How you been this week? <laughs> I like that now. I'm just gonna try to have a normal conversation. So anyway, what have you been up to? I'm How's fine, man. I'm fine. I, I you know, better than you, <laughs> especially after the beginning of this. You know, I'm just, I'm just thankful. You know, <laughs> just, <laughs> just you know, hey, you don't got so bad. Yeah, it's so crazy up there. Because I too came into this podcast very high, very high, thinking I don't, I don't know if I can do this. But I always forget of the element of uh, just watching you spiral sometimes, and just, <laughs> just go, hey, you got a co-host who will always whatever craziness you think you're bringing, he'll, he'll outweigh it. Okay, I got it. It's, it's the yin and yang of the Chase and Josh relationship that's always been there, and I appreciate you for that, and that's why you're my best Thanks, friend. Man. Uh, I'm the bang energy for you. Right? <laughs> for sure. Fixing none of my problems. Uh, <laughs> I just went for the bit there, buddy. You know that. Yeah, uh, no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm fine, dude. My week's been cool. Uh, I, uh, I I booked, so I'm, I'm coming back home. I'm coming, I'm coming visit for Christmas. Um, I, I saved that information and tell you on the podcast, get your real reaction. Um, I, uh, this year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm coming coming (laughs) in a couple weeks. I, uh, here's the thing. How long are you staying? A week. I'll be there for a whole week this time. It's not just going to be like, you're going to have time to come. You have time to come see. Yeah, of course. I'm going to, uh, fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to get as much COVID as possible. And I'm going to come out here and, uh, I'm going to get all these fucking liberals sick and just take them all out, bro. That's what I'm doing. I, uh, those limp, those limp wristed <laughs> libtards up there are never going to know what to do when they get the Tony Satchery season into the COVID from down here, bro. When you bring it up there, whoo, it's going to be spicy on their lungs. They're not going to know what to do with it. They're going to be like, oh, oh, call my Antifa leader. I can't come in today. Ah. Right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm coming to visit, man. I, uh, so I... <laughs> I, I felt real. I, I 
I wasn't gonna come. You know, I, I didn't. I don't think it's a good idea to be traveling. Uh, here's not. the thing: is I I keep going. Uh, I don't think it's a good idea to do these things. But whenever it comes down to it, I just do them. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I don't have any real beliefs. I don't really know what it is. Because uh, if somebody asked me to perform, I'm getting on that stage. Uh, if somebody told me, "Hey, man, I'm having a party tonight," I'd probably be like. I mean, let's see what's up. I don't know what that is. But then the second I come back, I go, I shouldn't have done that. That was fucking horrible. <laughs> that was dumb. Monster. We'll go risk. Yeah. I would yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is. But I uh I really wasn't gonna come uh because also uh out here the COVID restrictions they put in that they, they go to December 14th or something, and a lot of them were like, Hey, if you leave for Thanksgiving, you gotta your job's supposed to make you quarantine for two weeks when you come back. And uh, so that made me nervous because I was like, well, if I leave for a week, I'm really missing three weeks. I'll make money. Right. So like that, you know, um, but it doesn't look like they're going to make me do that. And I'm here's the thing. I'm trying to explain that to my mother, try, thinking that I, I can't explain to my family that this year cost me a lot of money. Like I, I it's, it just goes over their head. No matter what, I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, I lost a whole, like the majority of my income was taken away this year. Like I, you know, I, I, I did, I did get this other job, but you know, so Why? like, so it might be, <laughs> I'm all, I'm like, so, you know, it might be tough for me to, to get a ticket or whatever, you know, and I don't know about, you know, cause COVID cause I might be out of work for three weeks if I come to visit for Christmas and they were just like, okay, well just let me know when you get the ticket and we'll, uh, we'll take off work <laughs> and you know, we'll schedule it out. I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand. Like it could really affect, I might, I might actually, you know, like lose my apartment or something if I take the, cause uh, just what all could happen. And you're like, yeah. So uh, I was looking at things for you for Christmas. Um, did you, uh, you know, I normally get you Saints stuff. Did you want like a Saints hoodie or something like that? Or like, mom, of course I want a Saints hoodie, but I don't, of course. I don't look, I just, I'm going to die. I'm going to die if I come. And he's like, well, at least Bro. your last Christmas was with family. At least, <laughs> at least you came here and we got to experience it with you. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the Lord wants. And so that's what I did. So. <laughs> So after all, so after all of that, I just next thing you know, I'm buying a plane ticket, and uh, you know, listen, I, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go see everybody and just act like this is an okay thing to be doing. Act exactly. like not everybody's gonna yeah. die. Uh, I'm just immediately going to a family function. I'm I'm getting off a plane, just and kissing I'm, everybody in their mouth. And I'm going kiss <laughs> 15 people in the mouth, dude. I'm going straight there, babies, kids running around, like all yeah, kind of all stuff. Of I just get them in here. I'm gonna take a big group photo, and somebody's gonna tag me in it, and I'm gonna lose my career. That's what's gonna yep. happen. Uh, I gotta move to South Dakota, bro. That's what happens next. Yeah, you're out. You're done. This feels like a good time to bring up that my dad's in the hospital right now uh, because people don't wear a mask. Yeah. Know, just, no, I, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm the worst person. I don't know. Like, I, I said that as a joke. Just I went for the bit, but uh, my dad, for real. Is no, I know. Hospital. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I went for the bit. But now, like, if anybody's listening, uh, get, he needs get help. Sad. Get him out. Get him out. Get him get out. out. <laughs> Free yeah. daddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he's in there. They just came to the house and took him. <laughs> they just put him in the back of a car. And where's the protest for that? And just took him. They <laughs> just took him. And just and come up in an unmarked car. Think about it, huh? Taking people to the hospital, putting IVs in them. Yeah, bro. And guess what? Antifa, where's Black Lives Matter for my dad? How come my dad didn't get a Black Lives Matter pro? Antifa, how come you're not? How come you're not looting, looting that hospital? Antifa, <laughs> huh? How about you not? Why are you not looting my daddy, Antifa? <laughs> Steal my daddy back from me. 
You want to help me? It's Ava! <laughs> help me! <laughs> help me, Ava! I've been fighting your fight for years, dude. I've said so much shitty, snarky comments to Trump tweets. Y'all owe me. You owe me. I've made fun of, of conservatives for years. Right to their faces. And y'all just let my daddy stay in. I, who knows what they're doing? They might be putting a 5G chip in him. That's probably what's happening. My dad's going to be 5G when he comes out the hospital. If I had to guess, <laughs> dad's going to be a hotspot when <laughs> he gets out. I'm going to walk right up. <laughs> hey, so what's your, what's your Wi-Fi password? What's the... <laughs> uh, speaking of, so Ditto Springs yep. is the town that we're from. Yes, it is. And uh, a, a high school football coach just had to resign. Because he was having a, a relationship with a student. What? Did you hear I, about that? I Yeah, one of our friends sent us a link. Uh, was like, hey, aren't y'all from here? I hate that fucking, like, when something shitty happens in your town. Everybody's right. like, that's your boys, right? That's your right. people? They're like, why can't I be on the side of the people that were trying to get him to, like, go to jail? Like, why ain't I on yeah. that side? Like, we, we didn't let him keep doing it. What the fuck? The dude, the dude, the dude that was coming down into the tunnel that scared Hitler so bad he shot himself was from Denham Springs, Louisiana. Nobody brings that up. Not one Not time. Not one person. Some Not teacher one, fucks a bunch of students all of a sudden. Somebody, a teacher fucks a bunch of students all of a sudden. They're like, hey, aren't you from there? You fucking weirdo. Aren't you from the city where teachers fuck kids? No, I'm not. I'm from Denham Springs, Louisiana. <laughs> Where that one coach just happened to be fucking that one student. All right? It's not a motto. It's not something the town lives by. It's just that one dude was fucking that one kid. All Isolated right? incident. <laughs> Probably. Doesn't mean. I don't want to go on record because. I don't want to go on record because it no. might come out. So. Yeah. Uh, I do remember one of the football coaches, uh, it did freak me out whenever uh, I graduated, uh, after I graduated high school, like a year or two later, I saw like football coach just at a bar, right? And uh, was like totally hitting on people we went to school with. And I was like, ah, I don't, mm. I, I know it's like more okay now, but that doesn't seem right. It's like, creep. It's still, yeah. it's still predatory. That's like not, it's still, yeah. uh, hey, you 18 yet, girl? Remember? Remember me? Remember me from molding your young mind? Uh, yeah, that's uh, it's not good, man. That's not it's not good stuff. I, He's uh, an assistant football coach. Oh, his last name is Love. How about that? How Love. about that? You couldn't you can't you couldn't write that, huh? <laughs> True. Just jokes just write themselves, huh? That's my real life's crazier I, than fiction, bro. Hey, that's my least favorite fucking tweet or post that people make. Sometimes they just share a, a a headline that's kooky, and I'm like, the jokes just they just writing themselves, boy. My just there it is. That's I'm it. Like, and I'm like, well, why that's don't you, the tweet. Why don't you fucking tell me it? Why don't you tell me what the joke is? Since it just wrote itself, I would love to see how you easily put uh, A, B to C together. I would love to see that. I don't think you could do it, honestly. Did I got a, uh, a Kelly Clarkson retweet. I just want to put that out there. She retweeted you? Kelly Clarkson's Twitter page retweeted me. I don't want to get on record as saying that Kelly's in love with me, but I do know that she's going through a divorce right now. Mm-hmm. And she just liked, uh, she just retweeted a tweet that I sent out. So. Adds up to me. It's probably going to be too That sounds like A to B to C, too. That divorce. That look. <laughs> Uh, I, I tweeted out that uh, I hate just saying the things I tweeted on here because nobody gives a shit about them on Twitter, much less when I'm talking about them. 
That's but nonsense, shared, bro. Uh, Get them tweets out there. Let the world hear it. I shared that on my bucket list, singing the duet of You're the One That I Want from Greece with Kelly Clarkson. I didn't know where that was it's going. Like, <laughs> oh, no, that's for real, Mom. <laughs> no, I know that. But it just I know your love for Kelly Clarkson, and I didn't know what was about to come after. <laughs> on my bucket list. <laughs> it's smacking them sweet cheeks. I was like, whoa. No, oh, like, I almost stopped you. <laughs> like, whoa. I have a respectful, mutual love for Miss Clarkson and her talents and her smoking hot bod. And, <laughs> uh, but so I wait, tweeted out that, do what? Go ahead. Sing a duet of what? I tweeted out that um, my bucket list is to sing You're the One That I Want from Greece as a duet with Kelly Clarkson. Uh, and she retweeted it. And uh, I deleted the tweet because uh, it got a lot of response. And I didn't feel like answering everybody that, yes, while yes, Grease is my favorite movie and I do want to sing the song with Kelly Clarkson, I can also beat the shit out of you. And I didn't feel like explaining that to everybody on Twitter. His excuse I'm going with, what actually happened was I went to screenshot the tweet and deleted it. Fuck. Kelly Clarkson retweeted me and I fucking deleted it. Bro. I tried to DM her. I was like, hey, could you? I'm going to resend the tweet. I'm going to tweet it again. And then, can you. Can you do it again? I just. Since you love me, please, Kelly. Come we're on! Supposed, we're supposed to be together, Kelly. Come on. I, right. <laughs> and then it just keeps progressively. <laughs> we're going to be together! I'm I outside your you. door, Kelly. I'm outside your door. Okay? That's me with the boombox over my head. Kelly. <laughs> I love you, Kelly. That's right. It's Grease. You're the one that I want. <laughs> I have the leather outfit for you to wear. Get down here. Come on. Guess Don't make me come up there to get you. Doing this? Uh, Dude, I can't believe that happened. I was so upset. I, I went to screenshot it to be like, hey, everybody. And... That's tragic. I have a... Alright, so here's... This is, I have the new battery case, and it has a button that's a camera yeah. button. Explain yourself. And I think that it was supposed to screenshot it, too. But when I did, I don't know. And I deleted the tweet. I've DM'd her back several times. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she hasn't huh? answered it once. But Nothing. Kelly Clarkson saw my tweet and was like... This dude's hilarious, and I love Buckets of Duckets. That was the retweet. Everybody should listen to Buckets of Duckets. And then it's gone now. But just trust me, that was what it was. Man, so we're going to get that Kelly Clarkson rush? Are we going to get that Kelly Clarkson push in a second? There is nothing our show could benefit from more than having the Kelly Clarkson or Ellen DeGeneres uh, crowd start listening to us. I really think we could pull them in. Dude, if that's Dude. not who we're talking to, who are we talking to here? Okay? I'll set the camera up right here by the door, and I'll just fucking dance in. Like, oh, dude, we'll fucking murder that. Are you kidding me? And then we also won't be... Sh- I'll be- dude, you want me to be shitty to some people that are lower than me? I know. I'll... Dude, uh, I'll go yell at my kids right now. I'll go tell them right now. Don't talk to me unless you got gum in your mouth. Your breath stinks. Don't come in my office. Because Ellen DeGeneres was notoriously a terrible person, supposedly. Allegedly. Not anymore. She's better now. She. Oh, yeah, learned. she said, my bad. <laughs> she learned from her way. Oh, you didn't like the way I acted for 20 years? Well, that's great. Well, <laughs> this is the first 
this is the first I'm hearing of such a, believe me, if I would have known for 20 years that I was a complete <laughs> asshole to each and every person that I came So you need to tell with. me, you mean to tell me interns don't enjoy having donuts smashed in their faces? I find that very I, hard to believe. It's a hilarious joke. We all laughed, right? Or was, it was just me laughing? that laughed? When you fell over and I kicked you in your ass and you fell down the stairs and I laughed real hard and said, I'm rich. That You didn't laugh too? That's weird. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Who knew? Well, well, I'm better now. So <laughs> I, fired, I fired all the people that complained and uh, we're just going to go forward, you know? And that's what it was. It made me sad because like uh, I, I was gullible and she quit American Idol years ago because she said, it just didn't feel good telling people not to live their dreams. I, I was like, forgot, I forgot she good was person. American Idol. Yeah. And like, she's got the Louisiana thing. So like, you know, right. I Ellen's always pull, a good I, person. I, probably. I pulled blindly for Louisiana people. Uh, I did. Now, if you're from Louisiana and you want me to pull for you, just know Ellen DeGeneres fucked it for you. <laughs> you can thank Ellen. Okay. <laughs> Call her up you right know now. You know why my heart's so cold? <laughs> <laughs> why I don't see good anymore? It's because of Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> the sunshine went out of the clouds for me on the day I found out Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> was not the good witch Glinda. <laughs> uh, oh, so I, my neighbor, <laughs> my neighbor is selling. Uh, he sells and trains what he calls certified drug sniffing dogs. Who certifies him? <laughs> him. He's a he's, he's a dog trainer. All right. That Let's... certifies these drug sniffing dogs. Okay. And he he sells them online. Seems certified like certified police trained drug sniffing dogs. Seems like a but, very specific clientele. I mean, isn't it just the police? Because yeah. if you're a regular, if you're a regular person and you buy one just to have one, who gives a fuck? You could be a regular person right. and have your dog barking at my bag all day. Nothing happens. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I never even thought of, that's a solid point. Never thought about it. The only thing I thought of was, well, if they're drug sniffing dogs, either he's lying, or the fence in my backyard is somehow smell proof. Because them fucking dogs have never <laughs> once know, barked at me. We know it's not that. The rest of your neighborhood hates your smoke. So <laughs> <laughs> if those dogs are the only ones that can't smell it, ah, he's he's getting over on people. You charge more for a drug sniffing dog? My wife's my wife. I think I think he sells them to police departments and like I think or he trains for them. But he might he be a also, hero, man. This might be. Uh, he also might, sells. Uh, them. Uh, this might be. He's got these dogs that aren't really drug sniffing dogs, and he's selling them to the cops because he does drugs too, and he's hooking us all up. It might be. You know him. Okay, so no. Nah. I'm this gonna dude's start. A straight up nerd. I'm gonna start training dogs <laughs> and saying they're drug sniffing dogs, and I'm gonna sell them to the Seattle Police Department. Uh. And I'm like, I guess I'm gonna start doing heroin. I don't know, cause like all drugs are legal here, so I don't even know what. Yeah. What happened? Josh just stopped me. Do you hear anything? No. Are your children screaming? No, I just blew a big cloud of smoke. Windows <laughs> open. <laughs> that That's dog some ain't fake shit. Fake ass drug dogs, bro. Y'all ain't shit. Ain't shit. 
my wife and Michelle even joked with me and said, are they really drug dogs? Because are they going to find anybody who smells more like weed? And I was like, yeah, right. Them dogs have run up to me. I've pet them. And he never said shit. I think he's lying, but I also don't know. Like, I hope. Right, uh, yeah, I hope here's he ends a up biting him in the ass at some point. I hope that he sells a bunch of dogs that aren't really drug sniffing dogs to the cops think, and gets arrested for it. All right, so I think it's a lie because he's played on uh, like this dude is uh, also that he's probably just crazy. Yeah. Well, he's made a whole bunch of cra- like I think he's just a. Uh, I think he's just a liar who likes attention because he claimed that they were going to tear. <laughs> He claimed they were going to tear his pool out of the neighborhood if he didn't raise his money, and then they, uh, the neighborhood helped him raise like almost a thousand dollars, and then his pool is still there, and now he also has a brand new dog that's like a thousand dollar. Oh, dude, he's dog, yeah. and it's like this is another scheme, dude. He's he's trying to swindle people, bro. That's his kids' is. bikes were stolen, and uh, so people like donated or gave him bikes, and now his kids are riding bikes that aren't those bikes that were donated, like. Oh, dude, he's a, got a he's got a bunch of passports in his uh like in his dresser drawer, and he's he's like whatever name he's going by right now. That's not even it. Like, dude, he's he's ditched town so many different times. It's just he a is all <laughs> keep, he keep is tabs also, on that dude. We're gonna get a story <laughs> out of him one day. He's gonna flee that neighborhood and they're gonna be like, "Yo, a fucking spy lived next to me." I don't know what's <laughs> <laughs> he is also a she. Uh, I just say, I always change the sex when I post about it. Like, if I make a post shit on my neighbors, okay. I always change the sex just because it feels like, uh, I know some of my neighbors read it, and so maybe that lady, for some reason, I think that she, if she sees that post of me making fun of her drug-sniffing dogs, she won't realize, well, I'm the one who lives next to him with drug-sniffing dogs. <laughs> because I said, I said man, and she's like, well, clearly I'm not a man, so he's not well, he me. said he, so... <laughs> He's I got another the other side that's selling drug sniffing dogs too. I guess what a small world. They always say once you start training drug sniffing dogs, you always run into other drug sniffing dogs. You'd be shocked. You'd be shocked at all things. How many narcas, cheese eating rats they are out here? They just. I've just been throwing cheese over the fence now. Too. Here you go, you fucking rat. Right there, you fucking rat. No, no, no. Let me I... put some peanut butter on it. You fucking rat. <laughs> I threw a oh, chest. Don't tell on me for littering, okay? It's your food, you goddamn rat. I threw a chef's hat over the fence and said, Make me some spaghetti ratatouille, you dumb <laughs> son of a bitch. What you good at? Spaghetti and ratting. That's uh, the only two things you good at. <laughs> you make a spicy meatball and you can tell some I'm telling somebody. Uh, it's Christmas time, so have you got? Uh, are you are you thrilled to be having this Die Hard a Christmas movie discussion with everybody? Oh, the Die Hard thing. Um, I, I mean, man, whatever. <laughs> it, That's how I feel about it. Too. Happens. It, it happened at Christmas. I I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't understand the war on that one. But hold, I don't give just, a shit. Why we Why we talk about Die Hard? This is what I do give Good. a shit about. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis has a, he did a, a fucking AutoZone, like, Die Hard commercial, like, where he's reenacting scenes from Die Hard uh, because he needs a new Die Hard battery. And, bro, do you know how long Die Hard has been pitching to Bruce Willis? 
to do a die-hard <laughs> battery commercial. It has to be 30 years. It's over. <laughs> it's over for Bruce Willis. This has to be the last thing. He must, he must need it for him to finally sell out, to hold out for 30 years of doing a die-hard commercial, and then to now, in 2020, now do one. It's over. It's over for Bruce Willis, bro. I might at be doing better at Bruce Willis. Fuck. At least 20 years since the last good Die Hard movie. And you know when he called the people at Die Hard back, it was like, hey, you remember in 1989 when they asked me to do a commercial? I want to do it now. And the guy was I'm like, I'm ready. He's fucking Bruce Willis. He says he wants to do a commercial. He's calling us. What the fuck is it? What? <laughs> For a movie called Die Hard? And like, yeah, you don't know Die Hard? The guy, that, no, I'm 23. I've never heard of it. What is it? <laughs> Did you ever have a, uh, all right. So this might be very telling of my personality, but the only thing, when I think of Die Hard, I never think of uh, it being a Christmas movie or not, because I don't give a shit. That's an action but movie. I, I have put myself in the Die Hard scenario in my head a billion times. <laughs> what if the somebody most, locks all these doors? Dude, and dude, tells us the get most on the normal one I would have is I would be bored in church and I'd be like, what if a whole bunch of fucking terrorists just ran in this church right now? <laughs> Drop from and the And then ceiling. in my head, I'm like, oh, dude, in my head, I'm like, they'd rappel down. They'd probably shoot the preacher because he didn't ever shut the fuck up. So he's going right out the gate, right? He's going He's going to meet Jesus immediately. Get his mouthy ass out of here. Probably, probably punch his dumb wife because she's all uppity and in everybody's face about everything. And then while they're doing that, I duck down behind the counter and I take a hymn book and I bite the corner off and I sharpen it real sharp and I throw it in his neck and it hits his jugular. Like I've got this whole, <laughs> I've got a whole scenario like planned out in my head. And I'm like, and then I'll flip up into the ceiling grate. And they'll be like, what the fuck was that? And I'll be crawling through the ceiling. Just My church is like a single wide trailer in denim. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm flipping off the balcony and dropping 12 stories with a sword. <laughs> it's just all going through my head. And, and then, then I like, realize, then, oh no, I've got to go back and save them. <laughs> nope. And then I realize, well, then I get up on the roof of the church and realize I'm safe, but they're not. And I'm like, well, looks like Jesus doesn't save, but I do. And then I jump back in. <laughs> oh man! And I would like do I it all the time. To, I, I do a ver. I do a version of that. I, I, I'll. Yours I'm is probably place, normal, I'll, and you're I'll like everybody's out. bored. Everybody's bored, and I start telling jokes, and they love me, and I become a famous comedian. <laughs> That's yours, right? You're like everybody's bored, and then I just start telling really good bits, and everybody loves it. <laughs> Well, if I get taken hostage, I'll just charm my way out of it. You know what I'm saying? I say, hey, hey, buddy, why don't you, why don't you take these handcuffs off me so I can do, I can do a little physical comedy? All right, I gotta. Hey, you ever tried to buy donuts and had your car decline? Come on, Is that why you love doing to this? see me act out. You'd love to see me act out swiping this card, baby. Uh, I know you do. Come on, now, not I've, me, man. This, the I've second they the... tie me up, dislocate my shoulder, chewing through the rope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kicking the table leg off and I'm stabbing them with it. I mean that's there too. I I do I I do the thing where like I'll I'll check around for exits and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like I, I'll look around and be like, all right, if somebody if I'm in like grocery store or something, I'm like, all right, if somebody fucking went crazy, drove through the front of the store, how, right. how many children and kids am I pushing to get to? Yep. All right, over there, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's that side exit nobody knows about. I'll sneak right out there, walk away clean, dude. I practice how hard I, I can throw I my children to at people to distract them. <laughs> I, I talk to the reporter. My children. 
<laughs> talked to the reporters after telling them I saw everything. I saw nothing. I was the first one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I went back. I went back. I was carrying babies out, right? Okay. I and then back. I tripped on this old lady and I had to grab her and drag her. Uh, Whew. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. This one dude with his bright jacket on threw a baby right at me. I caught it. I caught the baby. I caught it. I said, what are you doing? <laughs> he was chewing on the side of a songbook trying to cut somebody's neck with it. I don't understand what was going on. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. <laughs> no, it's uh, not true. It's 100% true. In my head, that's always how it would go. And then uh, I went to uh, Afghanistan and over there and a bullet actually went past me the first time and bro all that shit goes right like all that I'll duck and roll and jump up all it bro (laughs) Mike Tyson said everybody got a plan until you get punched in the face (laughs) (laughs) bro and that is the best that yeah (laughs) but I walked around with all that ammo on and I was like I'm living my dream right now like I'm here there is literally terrorists right here that are ready to fight. Like they want to fight. It's not. Let's. And then a bullet goes by. And I'm like, I want to go home. Get my mom on the phone. <laughs> I didn't want this after all. I nah, dude, I didn't all. sign up for this. Nah, like, this think is about actually it. exactly what you signed up for. <laughs> this is exactly we. You went to like a year and a half of school for this exact scenario. So this when is you what signed, you signed up for. When you signed, you said you can shoot a bullet past my head right now. I don't give a fuck. And that's what you said when you signed. I remember. Look, here's the video <laughs> of you saying it. <laughs> I save everybody's life right now. I don't even know why you signed up. All these other people, all you need is me. They just gonna be in the way. Did I ever tell you my what I used to always tell people uh, when they would ask me why I joined the Air Force? Have I ever told you about that? Something about killing people or something like that. I think you said. My instructors in the police academy would always ask. They'd line you up at attention, and then just to pass time while you're waiting for class or you know whatever, they walk down the line and ask each person why they joined. And all the fucking nerds are like, because I want college or I want to do something good. And then uh, they'd always get made fun of. And I, my instructor was like, I really wanted to impress. I wanted him to think I was a badass. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted him to think I was tough. So whenever he asked me, watch, why would you join the Air Force? As loud as I could, I said, because I want to kill people and break their shit. And he thought kill people and break their shit was the best excuse to join. So he used to take me. Like his little pet monkey, he would just take me to other classes and be like, tell him why you joined. And I would just scream at strangers <laughs> in Texas, to kill me and break their shit, you fucking nerds. And he'd be like, why'd you join college? Ha, you bitch. Listen to this. Do it, monkey. Yeah, dance. Listen. <laughs> He'd shoot at my feet. Do it. <laughs> uh, uh, I had an instructor in the police academy that told me, he said, uh, his name was Sergeant Farrell, and he told me I would never graduate, I would never amount to anything in the military, and that I would be one of the first people to drop out of the class. Mm-hmm. And when I graduated the class, I asked him to be the one to pin my badge on, my cop badge, just as a real fuck you, because you said I wouldn't make it. Right. <laughs> Turns sense. out he was he was proud, like it was a whole tough instructor thing, but whenever I, I put my badge on, instead of pinning it to my shirt, he pinned it to my chest, because it's... Like three pins and you put the little back on it. He put it on my chest and then just slammed it into my chest. I bled through my uniform shirt. I felt so alive for the he only time in my life. stabbed you in front of everybody. <laughs> right in front of Right in my face, too. He said, uh, good job, Watson. Then, then tried to push it into my heart. 
don't know if he was really proud, bro. I think. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to realize now that when he put the rope around my neck, that, that might not have been part of it. <laughs> he said it was part of the ceremony. Normally, I I'd never been to one. Mm. I kind of it, it seemed weird. Seems and he was like. Now. No, you got to jerk me off while you do it. You got to jerk me (laughs) off while you do it. Uh, I, uh, I I took, I reaped the benefits of being a patriotic American hero today. Yeah. Did you start yelling about 5G towers and they elected you king? (laughs) It just carried me on their shoulders right into city hall and was like, this is yours now. (laughs) It belongs with you. (laughs) They they ordered, they arranged a whole bunch of file canvas to make a throne for me to sit on. Uh, there's this place out here where we get our inspection stickers, uh, and in the little town we live in, uh, my father-in-law is like, a, he's a surgeon and he's a pretty big name. So like a lot of stuff happens. Oh, you're, a, you're, uh, and a Verholz and then everything. Cause he's got a pretty big name around here. So like mm-hmm. sometimes I drop Verholz and then stuff works out for you. So we've been going to this, in- this place and this guy gives us a $2, a two year inspection sticker, but he kind of like half-ass checks us. Or let's just slide. Like, he's real cool because my father-in-law is, you know, so he's just like, oh, yeah, you're good. Here you go. Uh, today, it's the first time I've been since I got veteran on my license and I got a disabled veteran license plate. And that dude, for four or five years that I've been here, has never once spoken a word to me. He's taken my money. He's taken my card. He's gone out to my car. Never said a word. Doesn't even look up at me. Couldn't give two fucks that I've ever been in front of him. Uh, today he took all my shit and he looked at it and he goes, all right, let's go out here. Let's go out here, sir. And then, uh, I said, oh, here's my keys. You know, no, come out here. He just scraped my inspection sticker off, stuck a new one on and didn't, wouldn't take my money. And, uh, I tried to hand him the money and he was like, no, no, we take care of veterans here. And he shook my hand and, uh, I got an inspection sticker for free without being inspected. And I pulled out of the parking lot. My car exploded. <laughs> Killed eight people. <laughs> You should just start giving your idea, like whenever, like you, next time you go to, uh, like Jimmy John's and order a sandwich, and they like, all right, that would be whatever, and you got just accidentally hand them your ID. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry, was I, I was just a veteran. I'm so, just, I'm so, I was in war, you see, so I, I'm forgetful. Here's, uh, is that my post traumatic brain injury? <laughs> uh, Michelle, uh, Michelle was like, God damn, you need to do that more. I told Michelle, I was like, I see now why all those veterans wear their hats and shirts. They were like, hey, I went to war once or whatever they say. <laughs> Give me some shit. <laughs> I got. I know people that wear like the abbreviations of the Operation Enduring Freedom, the one they went overseas for. They wear it on their head all the time. So everybody that sees them knows that they're a veteran or they wear shirts. It's wear like, it on their head all the time. Like a hat, like, like a baseball hat oh, that okay. says OEF or, you know, whatever. I got you. Uh, like. To show that they're a veteran or Navy vet on their hat or whatever. Or they wear a camouflage hat with a patch on it. Just, they want you to know they're a veteran. Uh, And I've always, I never understood that until I started getting free shit for being a veteran. And then I was like, oh, fuck. So now I'm just going to start wearing my uniform again everywhere I go. Yeah, man. I'm just going to have it on. on. I'm going to carry the newspaper I was in around. But hey, that's me right there. Look, they see George Bush. That's fucking me right there. Look at that. (laughs) As me passed out right there, you goddamn right. So tired what for defending I, this country. What can I have? But it was uh, it was really yeah, cool. Good luck to you, man. I, I bet that uh, <laughs> that works out. It'll work. It'll be fine. Yeah, Southern Louisiana. It'll probably work out great for sure, dude. The uh, inspection guy I used to go to. Uh, you don't have to get inspection stickers here in Washington, but the uh, 
uh, the one that I used to go to, he would literally like, all right, turn your lights on, bow, bow. All right, turn your car off, back on, bow, bow. All right, blinker, blinker, cool, get the fuck out. Like, it was like the yeah, quickest. That's what the, yeah, that's what he would normally do, and this time he didn't even do that. So you don't have, uh, I think, is Louisiana the only state that still does them? Seems like it. I mean, they, they have, they have, they call them tabs here, uh, instead of tags, which drives me crazy. Uh, but I don't like, like that. Yeah, it's just all it's all on the on their license, like on the. Y'all uh, ain't gonna change me. You're not gonna change me. You're not gonna change who I am. <laughs> it's all on the license plate, like the all that information. It's not stuck on the front windshield where they can give you a ninety dollar ticket because uh, you're two months late for make for sure fuck your all. works or whatever. Right. Uh, yeah, I used to. I, I'm real. Uh, I'm real lazy and will put off like easy shit for the longest time. And uh, that that was the thing that would always get. I've probably gotten like three inspection sticker tickets in my life. Like just and like I got I got one, and then like three months later got another one because I still didn't go fix it. And whenever the cop pulled me over, he was like, "You hadn't got a ticket for this?" I was like, "Yeah, I got a ticket a couple months ago." He was like, "Why haven't you fixed it?" And I'm like, "I'm just so so broke, you know, just so broke. Tickets like ninety bucks." Inspection. Yeah, and he's like, well, here's 90 more bucks. The inspection sticker is 20, and he goes, yeah. and he goes, uh, he goes, well, it seems like the only way to make you learn is to make you pay. And he's like, and I was like, oh, cool, man, thanks. Really helped out thanks here, a made lot. a difference. I'll, t- I'll tell you, I'll tell my children about the compassion you showed me that one day that made me learn that even if I don't have $20, I should pay $90 to be able to pay $20 in alive. the future. Thank you. Thank you officer for what you did i want to I mean, avoid really i could have done it i just i i do put uh, for whatever reason the easy shit like that i put off i'll just put it off forever as referenced in the story uh told a couple episodes ago where we got pulled over and chase like oh yeah by the way my inspection sticker's out i don't have insurance oh yeah uh, <laughs> yeah right yeah there's there a dead go. body in the trunk uh, <laughs> i want to avoid running into police at such a level that uh I'll, I keep inspection stickers up, all my shit up, up to date and current, so y'all ain't gonna get me for shit, except for being Antifa. <gasps> Bro! Fuck. Fuck! We gotta end the podcast edit. now. We got whole show's over. Delete the page. It's all gone. Uh, Did you see what happened to the Saints last week with playing the Broncos? Drew with- Brees is dead? Yeah, Drew died. But he shit uh, his soul. He got hit so hard he shit his soul out. Right? He's he's my Jesus though, and I believe he'll he'll rise after the third week and he'll be back. But other so more so, what happened to the Broncos uh, in that game with COVID? Mm-mm. So uh, yeah, Drew did get he got hurt a couple weeks ago. <laughs> that motherfucker cracked. Uh, he cracked eleven ribs and has a punctured lung. He's forty one years old. Yeah, bro, bro it's because you're too fucking old. He's forty one. I love this God man damn, to dude. death. I love this man to death. I spent as many Sundays with him as I have with my own father. Okay, I, <laughs> I, I was heartbroken earlier this year whenever he launched into his whole uh, the flag and flag whatever thing. And I was going to ask you about that. And I love him because he listened to other people and took in experiences that weren't his and formed a new opinion based off the new things that he found. And he's the type of dude that'll do that. He's a hard worker. All those things. Uh, he was having a great season statistically uh, before he got hurt. For he's, old man, he was moving. He really was. He was eighteen touchdowns, three picks, uh, a good yardage to team. We only lost two games. He's, everything is good. Uh, but I don't now want to see him try to come back from the. If I mean, if he can come back healthy nah. and finish this year, okay. 
but this needs to be it because I don't want it to be sad. It can't be like, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch it be like everybody <laughs> pushing him out the door. Like even before he just destroyed every rib he has, he was still yep. playing well. So like, let's just go out, man. If you can come back at the end of this year, get in the playoffs, that's a cool story. But that needs to be it. That needs to be if if you don't get to come back this year, you need to just retire because I don't, I can't handle it, dude. I can't. I don't want to watch Scared for Your Life. Uh, so yeah, no, no, that's so funny because I have a very similar situation this week. Yeah, and so uh, we're playing the Broncos last week, and uh, um, one of their quarterbacks, not their starting quarterback, just one of their quarterbacks, got COVID, right? And mm-hmm. the NFL does this, uh, like the contact tracing thing where they like wear rings and shit and uh it like tracks where they are and it lets people know like when they're like like if you're within six feet your ring like vibrates and stuff like that and so they can like look up who was around this person that had covid and then go from that right and so yeah that's what the nfl's doing what the fuck is going on in the rest of the world why isn't there some version of that for you know, my I'll tell you why, because the United States Constitution. <laughs> Tracking me. I yeah, can tell you're you right. why. You're right. The mark I, of the beast. I totally, I, I totally forget that people lose their goddamn mind over. Yeah, it would be. It'd could be you imagine it? Me. Bro. Oh. If they told it, you. Could hey, you imagine that? You have to wear a ring that'll tell you if you're. No, people would lose their fucking mind. Apple just did that whatever notification where, like, they let you know if you're in, like, a high COVID situation or what i don't i don't know exactly no! right yeah i saw people freaking out about that too like uh yeah dude there's no way there's no way hey put this ring on uh download this app there's no way have you that- seen all the stupid tiktoks that people have been making about like if uh all dramatic with like if you don't take the vaccine they're gonna be murdered and they're acting and out like the government's taking yeah, where is that people's imaginations are unbelievable like People want to be oppressed, so that's how you can tell they've never had anything real happen to them because they yeah. can't wait to act it out on video on TikTok. Do you realize if you don't get the vaccine, you'll be killed? Yes. And then at the end, oh man, fuck all. Yeah. Anyway, so you try to put rings on people that would actually help stop the spread of the pandemic and save hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of lives. And nah, dude, no freedoms. So <laughs> they they track they uh they realized that the people that were exposed to him at the time were the other quarterbacks, you know, like that. So there's three other quarterbacks. They whenever they go, I get you know, I guess they were on the. I might be I, I might be missing some of this, but like I'm I'm guessing the way they got to this was they looked at the footage of them at their facility and saw that oh when that <laughs> dude had COVID, those guys were next to him without a mask, and so. All four quarterbacks for the Denver Broncos were marked ineligible uh, and had to quarantine uh, until they could play. So the Saints played against a team with no quarterback, and I didn't give a fuck. We beat the shit out of your COVID-having quarterback list asses. It was fucking amazing. They they called up. This is what they did. So there's a there's a dude on their practice squad who is a wide receiver now. But in college, he played quarterback some. <laughs> he didn't even fit. He played quarterback for like three years. In his senior year, he changed to wide receiver. And so they made that dude who hasn't played. He hasn't played college quarterback <laughs> in, you know, however many years. You got now, this right. <laughs> they threw him in there 
and we just destroyed this man, bro. I feel I feel so bad for it. That's tough for him. Fuck them. I don't give a shit. Like you know, uh, I, I get that W, baby. I don't care. Whatever it takes. Nine and two, number one seed as we speak right now. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, and so I, dude, it was the greatest game. I just enjoyed it because I just knew they can't do shit. They can't. They literally completed one pass the whole game. They completed one pass for thirteen yards, and they ran for like another I don't know eighty something yards. They didn't even have a hundred yards in the whole game. They only they scored three points because our quarterback. Who, by the way, the the backup for Drew Brees, he he has a very similar story, but at least they've been grooming him. He played quarterback in college, and then he's like a real fucking buff dude. Like, he kind of should be playing not quarterback, you know? And so right. Sean Payton gave him this idea of, hey, why don't you be like, you'll play special teams for us. We'll let you do, like, you'll be a running back a little bit. You'll be a tight end. You'll be a wide receiver. And we'll have these crazy gadget plays where you'll throw every now and then. Because you played quarterback. and got, So they've been doing that for four years with him. And so Drew gets hurt. And Sean Payton, our coach, goes, I mean, I've been I've been grooming this dude like he'd be a quarterback. Let's see what he could do. So it was literally us playing with a tight end for a quarterback against a team playing with a wide receiver for a quarterback. It was the weirdest fucking game. Uh, but we, yeah, we kicked the shit out of him, dude. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fucking who that flying high right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> looking good no sympathy for him whatsoever no sympathy at all dude steiner taught me that you don't show no sympathy it's, and look this is the other so this is the thing that people are arguing about so there was another game in the nfl where the ravens got uh they had a COVID outbreak and they kept moving that game back they kept mo- they ended up playing wednesday and so there was all they didn't fucking change a thing for denver and so there was this whole like yeah there was this whole like uh well what the fuck why are the ravens getting the and it it, it turned out it's one of those things that people keep talking about without looking into or whatever. Like they're just like, oh, they're showing preferential treatment and they must have just known the Saints are going to kick shit out of Denver anyway because we should have beat them anyway. Uh, right. And uh, and so they're like, why would we move them for you? But really what it is is that dude for the Broncos was the only guy that had COVID. They tested everybody else and nobody else had it and they continued to test after that. So there was nobody else with COVID. So they were like, no, nah, you guys are fine. Like just because you don't have a quote. I mean – the dudes that have it are gone. Everybody else is fine. You go, okay. But the Ravens, like every day, it was like three new people got it, two new people got it, five new people got it. So they kept moving theirs. Uh, but it became this like crazy hot button thing where they're like, oh, fucking move heaven and earth for the Ravens and Steelers and shit. And it's like, nobody knows shit. <laughs> nobody cares about the Broncos. Yeah. Also, who gives a fuck? We beat the dog shit yeah. out of them. Uh there's a similar situation in in my world of sports where uh, hey. Sting, Sa- yeah, redebuted on AEW last was it last this week Wednesday, and uh, sixty one year old Sting, he's sixty one now, sixty one. I thought he was still late fifties. I didn't know he was sixty one. Sixty one. One of my all time uh, favorite wrestlers ever. I was so, dude, I lost my shit to see him come back out. Like, uh, there's Sting toys. Literally, I could reach out they're everywhere. I fucking love them. One of the so first times I went to your house, uh, I I had not, I was not like a big wrestling fan. I kind of, I had very little knowledge at that time. Uh, and you told me, you were like, yeah, I got that. I forget even what it is. It's like a pillow or something, or it's like a big doll. And you're like, yeah. Wrestling that, buddy. Yeah, you're like, that doll was signed by Sting. And in my head, I was thinking like the singer. And I was like, 
Who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, fucking a- dude from the police fucking <laughs> signed that weird toy. I don't get. Okay. <laughs> now he knows, though. <laughs> I do know now. Hey, you could give me something. I understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm apologizing for my. I, 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 I know wrestling now, but at the time, it was just something I kind of. I only knew Hogan and Macho Man and kind of stuff like that, like The Rock and Stone Cold. I didn't. I Sting. I know it sounds crazy, but really to outside people, his name didn't really cross over to just. Like I don't even people. consider that. Mm, yeah. I don't okay. consider that. Uh, <laughs> I'm so entrenched and have been watching wrestling for so long that the thought, like, I remember when it happened and it's two foam fingers that I have. There's foam fingers from a wrestling show at, uh, in Biloxi, mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, 92, 91. Anyway, uh, he, it's a foam finger and they're both autographed by Sting. And I remember, I remember you giving me this weird look when I told you and I was like, I- <laughs> Sting, what the Bro. fuck are you? What is wrong with you? What are you and not hearing? When, when you tried to explain it to me, I know Sting. I know the police. I listened to him. <laughs> Never crossed my mind. Of course, I'm at the wrestler Sting. Why would I be talking about the musician Sting? I don't talk about the musician Sting. And then, like any time, and then I've looked back on my life at how many times something like that has happened, where I've just talked about wrestling. People have no fucking idea what I'm talking about, and then I get mad. I'm like, oh, you don't watch wrestling. You're some 25-year-old with a happy life? Fuck you! Wrestling's this weird thing where um, it, it is a big community. It Like, you watch wrestling every week, and you're like, you know, before everything, you're like, man, this is an arena of 20,000 yeah. people. Oh, WrestleMania, there's 100,000 people here. The WWE Network, it has 2 million subscribers or whatever. Yep. Uh, and, and But for whatever reason, when you walk out into the world, you don't fucking run into none of them people. Like, they're nowhere. Like, nah, dude. <laughs> I dude. I, I, I had to, like, eventually just make a rule of, like, no wrestling references on my stand-up because just nobody got it. Like, nobody, like, they'd get the occasional Ric Flair thing, but, like, other, you know, and they just know he's the cool old guy, really. Like, that's, I... Uh, but, yeah. Oh, that was... A, uh, it, <laughs> I know. Just uh, call Ric Flair just the cool old guy. It's like, that's I'm, what, I know. Yeah. Anybody's just it being in the yeah. universe is a knife in my heart. Right. God yeah. damn. It's but it's so weird because it's really popular. It's really popular. It's like uh there's so many fans of it, but just out in the world you don't ever run into people to talk about it. It's not like a, my, it's not like a popular TV show where everybody's kind of watching it and you can just or football. You can in, randomly football, you can randomly start talking about breaking bad or whatever. Like you can't you can't talk no. about so, uh, survivor series from a couple weeks ago like uh, you know. To me, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> you want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> but it, and it, when I grew up, it was, rest, I, I don't remember ever not watching wrestling. So it would be, when somebody doesn't know, it takes my brain a minute to process that you didn't know who Sting was. Yeah. Like, and I went through a whole, like, confused, because what do you mean you don't know who Sting is? To angry, to why the fuck don't you know who Sting is? <laughs> To like finally acceptance, like I guess he really doesn't know who Sting is. <laughs> to to I have, I have to help this guy know who Sting is. This is <laughs> I have to tell him about Sting. This poor man has gone twenty five years without knowing. Sting. But I mean, but okay. So to be fair, when I saw Crow Sting, I went, "Oh ooh. fuck!" I remember Crow Sting. I I do remember yeah. like that. I remember because I would always. uh 
all, all Nitro and stuff came on uh, TNT and uh, nope. WCW was on TBS. And so I would watch. I was a Braves fan as a as a kid. Yeah, and that's okay. that's the channel that came. So every now and then I would either right after watch wrestling or you know like it would be. So that's how I like that was my wrestling knowledge. But I never like really like got in and understood what was going on. That's that's so funny because I used to watch wrestling and then fall asleep and wake up to a Braves game like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Um, yeah, opposite thing going on here. <laughs> well, Sting debuted uh, on AEW. And it looks like, I mean, it looks like he's going to wrestle. Uh, yeah, that's what surprised me. Like, if you want to tell I people want... about his la- like his most recent. Okay. Yeah, tell him about his WWE run. Just a couple of years ago, uh, he showed up at WWE and it was like, it was the, I think it was 2015, actually. It was like the best thing ever. He had a couple of matches uh, and he lost to Triple H. <sighs> Bro, I was with you. We watched that together. You don't bring anyway. Hey, I'm gonna get off. No, of let's get into it. We're an hour in. All right, so people are you know the you people don't that are bring, here with us. You don't bring a legend like Steve Borden Sting into a WrestleMania first time ever in WWE. Holy fuck, he's at WrestleMania and have him lose, lose to tri- his only WrestleMania match. Have him lose to Triple H and then have the NWO, who his entire career ended up being defined as his opponents. His whole career was defined by him fighting the NWO. And then those fucks come out to save him? What the fuck are you doing? Jesus Christ. Then they tried to fix it and let him fight Seth Rollins, who's a great seller and will make him look good. And... Grew up watching Sting, so had some respect and was going to, you know, I thought that was going to work. That that almost... The WrestleMania thing gets me that that sucks, but the the Seth Rollins that because it's in my head I I thought whenever he popped back up it was like oh he'll probably won WrestleMania and then be gone and then mm. whenever that it was like holy shit he's about to fight for the title Sting's about to fight for the title like I thought oh man we might like what Goldberg's doing right now right. I thought I thought that might like it looked like oh that might be what Sting's about to do kind of part time ish show up for big pay per views uh, and then for him to on that buckle bomb to uh to get that neck injury and like that was scary man because when he comes up he collapses like he was 56 or 7 years old and he got a power bomb into the turnbuckle where you uh flip your opponent up uh so they're looking up towards the ceiling then slam their back into the turnbuckle and it just didn't go right and he hit his neck and he broke his neck at 56 or 57 and then that was it because he's fifty six or whatever. Be, so right, that was the last. That was anymore. like basically the last time wrestling fans have seen him in that capacity. And Until <laughs> it's it sucks because I grew up on it was for me. It's always been Hulk Hogan and Sting. Hulk Hogan won out in the end because WWE knew how to market and they sold Hulk Hogan to me, rather than me trying to get WCW to to instead of the fans trying to sell WC Sting to WCW. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we found Sting just as fans. They didn't sell him to us like they sold Hogan to us. Mm-hmm. So it was always cl- I had a flat top for most of my <laughs> kid years because blonde Sting used to have a surfer flat top. So it sucked the way he went out. One of the things that sticks out in my mind the most about his WrestleMania match with Triple H was uh, how old he looked. That did look rough because man. he his hair it. It's thinning it, and it's still kind of long, and so when it gets not all sweaty, it, it just kind of goes straight out, and you can see the bald spots now. And also, it like, like Einstein, kind of. Yeah, and also, you know, he he paints his face 
for that character. And so that looks that adds crazy to it because it's like kind of sweat yeah. falling and stuff. And it, yeah, it was I, I, I. Oh, that didn't bother me. That's been his that's his whole career has been like, no, that. but I'm, just, I'm, I'm adding that to that moment just for people listening. Right. Like, because just, obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. because some people listening might not yeah. in my head. I'm like, they know what fucking sting looks like. <laughs> they, don't, they don't unsubscribe for this podcast. <laughs> There's the line. All right. <laughs> That is a line you do not cross. You so, with Stinger <laughs> against him, I hear you, dude. <laughs> so I was, I was sad that that was what the last of one of my favorite childhood heroes in the ring. But at his age, like he's he's okay. He healed up. He's still getting around. He's still in good shape. So. He looks like he is in good shape. Like he's just there's only so good you can look at sixty. You know, right. like in right. a in a sport like wrestling. Especially whenever you look at just like the other, everybody else is 27 and jacked and in the greatest shape of their life. You know, like it's just kind of a. uh. So I want him when he showed up on AEW and it looks like he's going to wrestle. I was so fucking pumped because they will do him. It did look awesome. AEW being run by Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, people that grew up my age that grew up watching Sting. Cody Rhodes said Sting was his favorite wrestler growing up. So they're not going to fuck him. I can see that. They're going to let... I think he showed up at AEW to have the proper send-off to go out the right way. I hope I'm glad, but fuck, man, please do a triple threat or a tag team match so he can be protected because I, I I love that man. That man is such a huge part of my childhood and my life, and I don't want him... I feel like you do about Drew Brees. Like, I want him to, to wrestle again, but like, I want to see Sting wrestle again, but I want Steve Borden to not be injured permanently. You know? Right. And especially, I've always looked- especially just with the way it ended in WWE, which is like whenever yeah. you went out where you collapsed in the middle of the ring, like that, like, ooh, that's tough, man. But he did look good, dude. He fucking looked good on that AEW thing where he just popped up. And I thought it was a good, it was a good, uh, it was a good debut. Like, it, oh, they really man, it sold beautiful. it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, ESPN was tweeting about it and stuff. Like it, a- it, it did. AEW, AEW is doing better than WWE by leaps and bounds right now, as far as to the general. Because at the same time, they were having John Moxley and Kenny Omega fighting for their world title. NXT had Shotzi Blackheart facing Raquel. Yeah, and like uh, AEW is going to be. Uh, it's going to be the. It, it'll be the cool brand pretty soon it seems like like because yeah. i do see uh like i see more aew stuff shared on accounts like complex and mm-hmm. uh, espn and like just kind of like more out in like th- those kind of areas and stuff and uh so yeah if they i mean if they just keep going it's gonna be good I mean, they're and, owned, it's, and it's they're owned they, by the carolina panthers uh um, the jacksonville jaguars jaguars that's yeah, what yeah yeah uh yeah he's he's at least got one winner because that fucking team is garbage <laughs> uh they uh yeah they they know uh AEW and Cody Rhodes or whatever like he know at least to like stick to like wrestling like wrestling wrestling like make the make the in-ring part important do fun stuff outside take right. it serious uh whereas WWE is just for years and years and years just been in this like cartoony uh, kind of like acting it, out right like not even like it seems like most time they're not paying attention to their own storylines like it gets it, insulting when you watch them long yes. enough it, like it seems like sometimes it seems like wwe is punishing you for being a fan 
Like, yeah. I mean, it really like fans will organically uh, attach to a guy like, Hey, we really want to push this dude. This is a guy we like to see more on TV and WWE will like actively fuck that person. Like WWE will it just, it makes yeah. no sense. Uh, they'll like, act like, like you, you're pushing Rusev trying to get him to do stuff or whatever way back in the day. Cesaro, they always will give them like one, uh, one little like, Oh look, it looks like they're going to, but they, they're only pushing them for that moment just so they can lose yeah. again. And then they go right back to where you complain. Like, if they had any brains, like any good booker still working at WWE, Cesaro would have been a multi-time world champion by now. That dude is legit. Have you ever seen some of the strongman shit he does? Yeah, dude. Like on like, Instagram, whatever. It's crazy. The Swiss Superman. Come on. How badass a nickname is that? He's so fun. When he came out and he did the James Bond gimmick, like every gimmick he's done, everybody loves. And they still won't. He always makes everything still just don't work. get it. Did you see? Uh, uh, oh, wait. Before we move on, uh, I love Sting. And I feel like you do about Drew Brees. I want to see him wrestle, but I don't want the man to get hurt. Uh, I think I already said that. Never mind. Yeah. I want to make sure. I hope he's listening. Sting, don't wrestle. <laughs> Sting, don't wrestle, buddy. Oh, I'm still talking about wrestling. I'm not changing the topic. So, did you see on uh on Stone Cold's podcast? He cut in again. I just want Sting. Please, one more time, Sting. Sting. Sting I just, I just love you, Sting. Just Sting. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't hurt yourself, man. Just come on. Stone Cold's podcast, but the one that he did on the network. Uh, mm-hmm. one of the one of the early ones he did. He had Vince McMahon on, and I mean, this was five, six years ago, something like that. And, uh, uh, or I guess just whenever the net, which I guess might've been five, six years, five ago. years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, he asked him about Cesaro. He asked him, he's like, I, I, he, he, Stone Cold was like, that, that he looks like money. He was like, he can do everything. Like, why, why not put him? And, uh, Vince McMahon's answer was that he doesn't quite connect with the audience. That was what he said. <laughs> Like that's Stone Cold saying, "Hey, this dude is getting over. Why don't you push him?" You, I see something in him. I'm goddamn Stone Cold, and the dude's going, "Ah, I mean, I know that organically they suddenly became a Cesaro right. section that showed up that we didn't even start. But the whole section of the crowd would just bring Cesaro signs that said Cesaro section. Yeah, and not handed like, out, just a whole he's crowd. Not connecting. He's not connecting with anybody. Yeah. uh yeah, WWE just made me. That's why I kind of I I was um so whenever I I did finally start like hey I'm gonna watch all these old wrestling stuff and like uh learn about it and like piece together the little stuff that I did know from childhood and uh all that. I mean I I was also actively watching it like weekly for those years. Oh, yeah. And uh and now I really don't. I watch a couple pay per views a year. I'll read some stuff when big things happen. But like WWE made it to where it's like it's really difficult to watch it week in week out for a long time like that. Like it just, it becomes, yeah, it be, it becomes like where you're like, dude, fuck you. Like yeah. <laughs> are you just going to keep just yeah. make, just making the wrong decision or not caring about the audiences and stuff. It's and, and you would the, be hard. Yeah. You would be hard pressed to find a, a bigger wrestling fan than me. Uh, I've lived right. it, breathed. It. I love every second of it. Uh, and it's hard to keep up with what's currently on every week because there's so much and it's the same. But that network, man, I will go back and watch. Yeah, there's some great stuff on. Yeah, that that's worth it. I still pay for the network every now and then. I'll, I'll watch. I know uh, you do. That's uh, yeah, because you have, have sign it. in with your email. <laughs> <laughs> every time I go to sign in, it's like Chase, you have signed out of the WWE network. I'm like, well, Chase is about to sign right back in. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, like, 
you know, and, and part of that, you kind of go like, well, I'm I'm in my 30s. Maybe it's not for me. But then you see stuff like AEW and you go, no, no, look, because this is targeted at. Like, it's still for me. <laughs> yeah, it's still. Yeah. You you watch Lucha Underground. You watch anything in New Japan. You watch those and you go like, oh, this is, a, you know, this isn't cartoony for kids. This is like this is taken seriously real, here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 that argument it doesn't even make sense either. Just do a better job, WWE. Like yeah, I know just, I know I know that it doesn't matter. You're gonna make a bazillion dollars no matter what you put. Like the the machine is too big now to yeah. like for anything to really affect because they've shown for years that we could do whatever the fuck we want and we'll just keep getting better. Like they they laid know, off all of those wrestlers during the pandemic and staff members, people. They laid off mm-hmm. Briscoe, who'd been there for 40 something years. They laid off all these people and still had record profits this year. Dude, yeah. They, you, they I didn't mean, have to lay off anybody. But it does, like you said, it, they're so big. Sometimes when you say wrestling, some people think WWE and that's it. That's what they yeah. picture. Um, yeah, they were the only ones that didn't like during the pandemic. All other sports stopped for months. They they had to figure it out. WWE didn't stop for a second. They they've they haven't missed a show. They didn't. They just the continued. first the first large gathering after nine eleven was, was them too. WWE. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was WWE. And it's not because they were brave and patriotic. It's because they wanted that fucking money. Money, 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 money. Money. <laughs> <laughs> Hey right, man, let's end it here, man. Right. We, we we got real deep into some wrestling stuff. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, uh, Duckin' Heads, I am going to be on a trivia show called uh, It's Trivial, December sixteenth. Uh, it's on YouTube called uh, It's Trivial YouTube. Grant Fletcher hosts it. Me and friend of the show, Peanut Butter Thunder, Mike Honore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tore that show up. I can't tell you who win, who won or lost. I signed a non-disclosure agreement. But I can tell you, uh, we did a lot of drugs, and there was a scandal. Uh, there was a couple of fights. A oh, so that happened. you can talk about? Yeah, I can talk about. Oh, well, I, not details. I can just tell you. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, somebody was stabbed once. Uh, there was a possum that got that got loose and bit somebody. It was crazy. Uh, we're not sure if he had COVID or not because we're contact tracing the possum. But like, how the fuck do you contact <laughs> trace a possum? You know what I'm saying? It ain't so gonna wear a know. ring. Tune in December sixteenth. <laughs> it's trivial and see how dumb your favorite podcast co-host is bye me